0: what's going on everybody it's your boy angel r talk and you are listening to the not just nyc talking podcast the city of new york borigua from the Bronx (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna cut right to the chase man i'm talking to my man keon torres what up keon
1: what up brother how's everything
0: chilling man this right here is the hardest working motherfucker in this industry business that i know like on on uh like a personal level that I know. You know what I mean? Like there's people out there working hard. You know what I'm saying? There's people grinding, but dude, your your hustle, man, is fucking impeccable, bro.
1: Yo, and I, I told you this shit that. before.
0: I've told you this before. Your fucking hustle, shit, man.
1: <laughs> so nah, what's going man. on, bro? Uh, man, just, just getting this podcast. Like, you know, I have my own podcast, Cush yeah. which I drop every Thursday and yeah i've been really focused on that since the pandemic started you know because you know everything was closed at the time like you know a bunch of acting sets uh you know I can't really perform anywhere or even go to the recording studio since everything was like fucking close so you know i was like you know what let me invest in a mic and a pop filter and let me just like do my own podcast. I know a bunch of artists and actors and all that. And I was like, let me just get into this. Let me just talk to people while smoking. I'm like, look, I'm not <laughs> just gonna, the, the reason why I called it Kush Chat because I was like- Yo, I, I saw the like,
0: name, like, I knew, I
1: yeah, knew. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I smoke weed every day and I just don't wanna sit on my ass and smoking weed while staying at home during quarantine. And the shutdown going on. So I was like, you know what? Let me put use of me smoking weed and make it a brand. And so How I was can like, I
0: incorporate this smoking exactly. weed shit that I do every fucking day yeah. into something productive? Kush exactly. Chat.
1: Exactly. And that's what I did. I was like, let me just fucking talk to people I know that are in like the entertainment business. But I expanded it. So now I just I don't just talk to like artists and actors. I also started talking to politicians and as well mm. as like personal trainers, like people who are like really making sure the community is getting better than it was once before.
0: That's what's up, man. And I told yeah. you this, man, I hadn't been active for a minute on the podcast, man. And every Thursday, Kush chat, Kush chat, Kush chat, every fucking Thursday, like clockwork consistent. I said, man, me and you were talking about doing podcasts before, you know, and you still, you're doing your thing. And I was like, yo, I gotta fucking get get on my game, man. Like I gotta do my shit. Like what excuse do I have? We're fucking locked up.
1: Yeah, exactly. We're <laughs> locked up.
0: We're exactly like you're saying. We're quarantined. You know what? What you know? So, yeah. Let me ask you this. You release them every week, right? Yeah. You, do you prefer to do that? You find that's better? Cause I just been like I've been recording them. As soon as I'm done editing, I drop them. You know, like what what? Why did you choose the weekly as opposed to just
1: uh, the reason why I chose the weekly, because I've been a fan of podcasts, like, forever. I've been listening to podcasts since I was in fucking eighth grade, and this is before pop um, podcasts became popular, and I used to just listen to, like, pro wrestling podcasts, and okay. I noticed, you know, for from, like, the different wrestling podcast shows, they always drop it on the same day, like, weekly, so I was like, you know, let me stick to that formula, because those people who have done that has been like consistent and like now podcasters now that are known like, well, Joe Rogan, I believe he drops one like every fucking day. almost.
0: You know, that guy, that, that looks like that's his fucking yeah. primary, yeah. you know, that's his thing, you know, that's his yeah. primary thing.
1: And then there's Joe Budden also from the hip hop podcast community. He drops it every Tuesday and Saturday and I liked his formula and, it, and it, he stayed consistent with it. So I was like, you know, let me try that formula. Let me just drop one every thursday and just see what happens and my numbers just been like growing and growing i'm like gathering like a whole new audience that i'm not like used to like i'm used to like you know my music audience and then you know i'm starting to get like audience from my acting shit. but like the podcast audience is like a whole different audience and it's just really cool to expand like my brand from not just like one thing and just like be a renaissance man and just like grow it and not stick to one fucking thing
0: well, that that goes in line with what I said in the very beginning. The fucking hustle, man. You know, yeah. you've been you've been doing. I, I somebody posted a, a clip of you in in Power, I think it's called Power TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that shit, and I was trying to do the face. I was like, yeah, you know, I was like, I was trying to emulate the face in that clip, like as the dude was driving by and shit. You know, so you're doing that. You know, you got your music. You know, which is how we met. That inspired word you know yeah um, you were always Damn. like one of the high energy cats in there you know just just going in and even when i would perform you would be one of the people who would help me out by being a part of the song like dear mama or you know whatever you know you would kind of like like do the chorus and stuff people remember that shit man it helps you know like like no people... it definitely
1: does like crowd participation is the most important thing when it comes to performing and it's just you know have a good time There's not you know if you're performing up there and i see you performing you know you want the crowd to react like I know that feeling like I love when the crowd reacts so of course I'm going to get into it and you were like passionate when you was performing that song and I was like I love his passion let me get into this and then everybody else started to get into it because it only takes one person from the crowd once they start getting exactly to set it off get into it and then everybody else starts like following and just get into it and there's just one big beautiful like amount of energy from everybody just zooming into your performance.
0: Yeah, man, that shit—it's it's happened a few times, man. And you know, I always appreciated when you did that, you know, at the at the events. It it, it pumps you up. It gets you more into it, you know. Exactly. Um, you know, um, it happened once at a Capicu show. I almost cried that time, man. That shit was in, it was fucking art, man. It was art because I was doing a song I wrote for my mom, which is a very well the dear mama song, which is for me very heavy. Yeah. And um, everybody was doing the Dear Mama, and I was up there like, oh, this is fucking awesome, you know, like like the shit is dope, man. That performing stuff is a great outlet, man. It's, it's no, it an definitely outlet. is. Yeah, my it son definitely. wrote a song, man, a couple of days ago. He wrote a no fucking, fucking way. Song. Oh shit! So, so Logic, uh, you familiar with Logic? This is like oh, yeah. uh, so he yeah, drops yeah. he drops some beats, and my son's a big fan of Logic. And he wrote, yeah. He came up with a pretty dope rhyme and recorded himself in the room with the little, with, with the uh, the 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 mic, you know, and just did the layers and shit. I'm like, oh shit, man, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yo, that's okay, fucking doing, awesome. Doing some shit too, man. But it, it, if you listen to his lyrics, it's got meaning. It's it's a mm. it's a form of expression. It's you know, that's that's a big thing. That, that primarily all my stuff was originally poetry. Everything yeah. I wrote was pretty much started off as poems and somewhere along the line, I wanted to put it to music, you know? And I mean, some people got like, like, you know, like you, um, Charlie Scott, you know, so LAV. I don't know if you ever met LAV. I was talking with this cat a couple of days ago, the cadence of his talking voice. It's like rap. Mm-hmm. He's just talking to me, just talking. And it, it fucking the cadence of his talk. It sounds like, he was meant for that shit you know what I mean like and then you got a motherfucker like me I don't think I'm meant for that shit you know like I'm I'm fucking you know I don't I don't think I fit the mold you know like i never you know I'd go to places sometimes I'd show up at spots I went to this place called Brooklyn I think it was called Brooklyn Nights like somewhere in um in Brooklyn you know yeah 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 yo know, when I went up there everybody was just like you know, like, what the fuck is this guy doing, you know? And I didn't know where I was going. I showed up to this event, and it was in the projects. And I rolled oh, up shit. with, like, you know, with, like, some shit like this. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. like, you know, like, like, hi, guys. You know, <laughs> and I walked in there, and I was, like, everybody was just, like, straight up, like, looking at me. And I was, like, yo, I have got to do the hardest shit I got. Or I'm gonna fucking die today, you know. <laughs> and I did a song called um, "They Say You Need an Image," you know. They say mm-hmm. they say I need an image. My image is is no good. They say I need an image, but I won't pretend for you. You know, like mm-hmm. I chose that song, and I did that one, and I did the this other one I got called. Um, uh, Damn, rat at tat when his motherfucking gun went and shot him dead and he did it just for fun. That uh, boy took a life and he did it just for sport. Now he's evading Uncle Sam because they got him on the run like some hard shit. You know, oh, like, shit. you know, and they all just, they gave me my props, man. Like, you know, at the end of it, but I was like, yo, this is do or die. Because again, fucking look at me, bro. Like I walked into like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like I'm thinking I'm walking into like some, some Williamsburg shit. Because it's Brooklyn. So I dressed accordingly. I thought I was going like into like a hipster spot. And I walked in there and it's like, you know, it's all black dudes and Boricuas and Dominicans. I mean, my people, but that wasn't, what I was expecting so I didn't dress in a format to blend in I stood out with these fucking bright fucking colors and shit it's fucking nuts man but by the end of the day, <laughs> it was like, you know they were like giving me pound like yo man we thought we were gonna have to throw you out of here yeah, like they were, you know like a lot of the guys we thought we were gonna have to drag your ass out of here take you in the back and beat your ass for you know come out with some folk folklore shit you know but you came hard bro yeah, that was crazy yeah. man
1: Nah, I I love performing at hood spots. Like they always show love, especially when they see like how passionate and like how much drive you have and like they respect that shit. So no, hood spots are dope.
0: Yeah, I, I, I was just expecting Williamsburg you know like yeah, fucking yeah, bla- yeah, blanquitos yeah, yeah, yeah. so i dressed like you know like to not scare them you know what i'm saying yeah, 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 like yeah, i dressed no, in a way where you know and then i walked in there and i was like oh shit man i, I they probably think i'm like a fucking school shooter or something you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit but that was the whole thing like like i i don't have i don't think i have the the image the the voice the even like my appearance nowadays maybe maybe 20 years ago you know like i could have probably you know um done more with that, but it's still an outlet. I made it into music and I performed it and stuff. And I don't know where the fuck I was going with this, bro. I kind of lost myself in the story. (laughs) I started with this story and I just lost my whole fucking train of thought, but I, I think it started from it's an outlet. It's always been an outlet. Poetry. As a matter of fact, it kept me from killing myself when I was a kid.
1: Oh wow.
0: You know, I had a guy on recently that was my counselor when I was a kid. And on what I used to do, I'd show up, read my poetry to them. And we would talk about it and analyze it because I was like, you know, I was on some fucked up shit when I was a kid, suicidal Mm -hmm. and all that shit. So this fucking, well, I I say music, but back then it's always been poetry. You know, you know, I I listened to you and Danny, right? You guys did the podcast and and Mato said, I don't call myself a a hip hop artist. I don't call myself a a poet. I call myself a writer. And that shit rung a bell with me, man. When you guys were talking about that, and I changed all my profiles and I put writer. And no. I told them that. I told them that because that shit is what that's what we are. No, exactly. You know?
1: And that's that's how I kind of feel too. I, I don't say writer, I say I'm a creator. Mm. Yeah. Like that's I'm not actually just a-
0: good. Yeah. That's yeah. that's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, I'm Me not either. just a hip-hop artist. I'm not just an actor. I'm not just a podcaster. I'm just a creator. Like, I just love creating shit, cause like, who knows what I'm going to do in the next five to ten years? Maybe I want to dabble into directing. Maybe I want to dabble into filmmaking. Um, and just who knows like maybe I want to fucking get into politics be the first pothead in fucking Congress <laughs> like who you fucking knows smoking a blunt in fucking Mitch McConnell's face like hey you're gonna do this shit you're gonna fucking give everybody the extended unemployment while I smoke this fucking blunt in your fucking face
0: I hate that fucking guy bro
1: yeah <laughs> he, he looks like a fucking turd bro. <laughs>
0: Yo, I can't stand that guy,
1: man, i tell you. Oh, man, I feel bad for his wife. I always <laughs> said, I don't even think if he paid for fucking an escort, even the escort wouldn't take his money to sleep with him.
0: <laughs> yo, it fucking, looks, yo. It looks
1: like It looks like he's related to fucking Gollum from Lord of the
0: Rings. <laughs> You've seen the commercials, they compare him to like a turtle. That shit yeah. is fucking epic. You lose, like, a fucking... Tur- I can't stand that guy. And, yo, know, I tell you that I know a lot of Republican people and stuff, and I can get along with them, man. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Same here. I like, have a bunch of Republican friends. So, you know, I can relate. Yeah. we should be able to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We should be able to just be be able to talk and, you know... But I don't know if I could do that with McConnell, man. I, I, I think I got too much animosity towards that guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I... And Trump is another one I don't know if I could do that shit with. Like, I got too much animosity towards those cats. I don't know if I could, you know, like, like I could be boys with them and shit. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, I, I don't know, you know, but I the way I feel right now, I got a lot of animosity towards those motherfuckers.
1: You it, know. It's crazy. Yo, it's funny. I was watching, like, Stormy Daniels talk about Trump, and that shit was just fucking hilarious, how she described like his penis yo, and shit. And I was like, yo.
0: That's fucking, that's hard, man. That's, that's, yo, that's <laughs> That's kind of hard, man, because I'm going to be real with you, man. I never had a woman complain about my fucking penis before. But one girl, man, one girl, yo. All it, all it takes is, like, that one person to try to put your shit down. Yo, that shit fucking scars you, man. It fucking fucks with your head. Like, you start to, like, like doubt yourself and shit, you know? Like, fuck, man, man that fucked me up, man. She, you know, like... like I, I, I'm like, yo, I've always been good. I never had a girl complain. I always satisfy them. And then one time, one girl's and 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 I and it was spiteful. She was doing it out of spite because I was leaving her. Oh, you know? okay. Like I was leaving this chick because she was she was off her rocker. She was really violent, and I was like, yo, she's attacking me, and you know, all I need is for this to escalate. And then they'll say, I hit her, I did something, never put my hands on her, never hit a woman. But she would attack me and fucking, I'm covering up. Now, oh, man! you know, if you hit someone and they cover up and you hit them, you're going to get hurt too.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah.
0: you know, especially if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And he's and a petite woman hitting my big clunky ass and I'm just covering myself. And she would hurt her hands trying to beat my ass. And I was like, Yo, I'm going to end up getting locked up and I'm not even doing anything.
1: That's nah, how it is, yeah, man. So
0: <laughs> I fucking, I waited. I waited for her to go to work. And, and, and on her, you know, like on the low, I took a day off. I went and got an apartment. I waited for her to go to work. Another day off on the low, and I moved out. So when Shit. she came back home, I was gone. Because I knew there's no way for me to leave peacefully. She will attack me. And, and that's when she started going after my dick, bro. She started like this in <laughs> my, you know, she started, you got a little dick, you come fast. You, and she, what, was she, going, was just,
1: she was just screaming like outside, like to the whole neighborhood and shit on
0: the phone. She was telling oh, okay. me these things. Oh, so you man. son of a bitch, you little dick motherfucker. You come fast. You never satisfy me. And I'm like, then why don't you want me to leave? Why won't, why, won't, why, why, why do you want me to stay? You know, like you can get yourself a big dick, motherfucker. That'll that'll make you come a hundred times and last three hours. Why you want me to stay? Silence. You know, yeah, hey, you little dick. I'm like, you know, I knew it was trying to hurt me. You know, like it was spiteful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you know, as men, that's our soft spot. You know, and, and you start to start fucking doubting yourself and shit. I was kind of like, shit. You, you, you should have <laughs> just been like,
1: yo, you're. You
0: need a big one, like. <laughs> I, I, I thought about that, man, but I couldn't. I just couldn't respond that way. I just, I, you know, I just, I just let her abuse me, and I just took it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I just that's took crazy. it. I just that's took crazy. it. I just couldn't. I couldn't get myself to retaliate. I just, in my mind, I was like, this is a hurt person, and she's trying to get that hurt out. And I don't know what happened to her in her life. You know what I mean? Um, it's. It, I'll. I'll fucking. I'll help you heal by absorbing mm. your shit. You know, it's kind of how I thought, you know. Years later, she called me and she apologized. She said, oh, "Listen, wow. yeah, man, she called me up and she's like, "Listen, Angel, um you know that stuff I said about your dick? I'm sorry. I you know, I was in a really bad place. Oh, it was a really bad time for me and and you were leaving me and you were like one of the constants and I just I had to hit you where it hurts and I'm like, "Hey, you know, it's what it is. She's like, you know, you didn't take that personally, did you? I'm like, Yeah, I kinda did. <laughs> you know? I kinda did, you know, but it's but you never said anything. I was like, I was being your punching bag. I was <laughs> I was helping you fucking get to this point where you're at today.
1: Oh man, that's so crazy! But that that goes to show you the growth and maturity of people. Like you know, you can beef with somebody over some dumb shit like when you're young, and then eventually you get older and you just like fuck it. Like why the fuck we were beefing over that shit in the first place? It's stupid.
0: Yeah, I I think had I retaliated, she would have never come around. You know, she would have stayed hateful and shit. But I, I just absorbed it, man. I just took it, and you know. But then I was like, you know. I went and like, I got to make sure my dick works, man. So I started banging, you know, hooking up with other girls, making sure, you know, I still got that staying power because she was making me doubt myself, man. So I had to make sure that I'm good, you know, so I was like, let me, let me make sure I, you know, I'm good on this. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, but, you know, even, even with that, sometimes though, like, um, I, I listen to Mike Tyson's podcast. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend for you to check it okay. out. I love and it,
0: man. I, I love every- it.
1: Yeah, and I remember him saying, like, yeah, even though he fucked, like, the mad, like, girls and shit, he said, he, it felt like it drained the shit out of him. It just took all his energy from banging one chick after the next until finally he ended up with his wife, and he felt like a whole man again, and mm-hmm. when I heard that, like, I can definitely like relate to that, like, to me I'm I'm a one woman man like I'm I'm cool with just sticking with one woman cuz like these women out here are fucking crazy and they're just so self-absorbed and they just they just don't give a fuck about nothing but themselves especially now with the whole social media all they care about is like Instagram and TikTok and becoming an influencer and all that bullshit mm. Yeah, So, you know, it's just you know, society
0: as a whole is like it, that nowadays. Yeah, you know? yeah
1: like, it definitely is society as a whole, which is very scary and very sad, especially the times we live in now. And, and you know, hopefully we evolve like, from that as human beings and just realize the importance of life because life is just too short for all this fucking bullshit that's going on, whatever the fuck it could be. And it's just, right. you know, we just got to like, you know, take life one day at a time, just enjoy it to the fullest, live in the moment. Plan for the future and just fucking keep going instead of just trying to fucking worrying about oh my god, I need to post the next TikTok or Instagram post. Like people are just so absorbed in that like matrix. You get what I'm saying, bro?
0: Oh yeah. I dude, I'm I'm fucking I'm one of the motherfuckers that's been sucked in that shit. And I just watched a movie with my uh with my son called The Social Dilemma. I don't know if you've seen that you, one yet. Yeah, I, no,
1: I gotta check it out. I heard about it.
0: Yo, I even though I know. I know what the fuck is happening. I'm still in. That. You know what I mean? Like, you're still like, oh, you know, and. Um, it's a double You know, it's crazy. But yeah. knowing it, knowing it, you could kind of say, "Nah, you're trying to push my buttons right now. I know what the fuck you're doing, the algorithm. And I'll keep scrolling. I keep scrolling. You know, like I, I try to not respond as much as I used to, you know, and I've gotten yeah. good, you know, but. I could see it, you know, like, like, I always knew it even before I saw the movie, I would see a post and I'm like, these guys are trying to manipulate me. That's what they do, manipulate my emotions. But the thing with me is that I have people on the left and people on the right. Mm. So my social media is very, um, it's very diverse. So the algorithm don't know what the fuck to do. Oh yeah. I want to provoke him on the race stuff, but I also want to provoke him on the guns, but who, which side, because my shit is diverse. Um, You know, and and I I don't respond as often as I used to. I've gotten better with that, man. And you're pretty fucking good with that. I notice you you often say that shit a lot. Yo, when I get fucking millionaire, I'm fucking out of here. I'm off social media and all that.
1: Yeah, I just want to lay on the grass, bro. That's my dream, just lay on the grass (laughs) somewhere and just not fucking care and just have somebody work my shit when i have to promote something that's that's yeah, my yeah. dream goal because social media is just a fuck yeah because i love the outdoors like even before social media was a thing i just loved always being like outside in like fucking nature just enjoying the fucking breeze hitting my fucking face and not worrying about like any bullshit and same thing with social media when somebody's trying to argue about, on social media about any fucking thing my best response is just put a fucking gif just, you know, those gifts, <laughs> yeah, just, put, yeah. like, just rest, don't even argue back. Just put a gift, like, of whatever they're fucking saying. And that just fucks with them even more. And it's, just, it's hilarious. Social media is just a fucking joke to me. I don't, that's why I don't take it serious. And that's why I post whatever the fuck I want. And like, and like I said, the only reason why I'm on it is because I have to promote like my brand and shit. But other than that, once I make it up to a certain financial caliber where I don't have to worry about promoting shit myself, I'm fucking off that shit. Like, it's, it's just making somebody else's money. Like We're making yeah. Mark Zuckerberg more money than he's fucking making already.
0: Yeah, we're, we, we're, we're the product.
1: Exactly. Even we're though the product. we should get, you should look into this. We should get paid for our data. Andrew Yang always talks about that, that all of us from Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever social media platform you have, Twitter, we should get paid for our fucking data because they're using all our data for them. To, they're generating billions of dollars off our fucking yeah. data. And we should get, like, a, either paid for our data or give us a fucking stock.
0: Well, true. Especially if you're, uh, like, a big one in there. You know, exactly. like, one of the people that's really, like, like really, you know. Um, but the, their logic is we're giving you this for free. You know, so you're giving, the way you pay us to let you use it for free is by giving us your fucking data and fucking your mind almost. Like, because but, the shit, they, they fucking, they're in your head. You know?
1: But I, but I bet you if we all boycotted and said no, we're not fucking logging into our accounts, watch them start fucking paying us, like, hey, we'll give you this. Or you know, they'll give us like whatever bullshit just yeah. to lure us back in. So uh, you know Empire. Yelp, Yelp used to do that shit like this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yelp used to do that. Yelp used to take us to to events. I used to go to a lot of events for free. Um I used to go to restaurants for free. Every time a new spot came out, I would be invited there. And I still get those on occasion from my website, but not as much as I did with Yelp. You know, Um, and then I I got sucked into the fights and uh, I started fighting with people. And, you know, it kind of hurt my standing, you know, fucked me up. I fucked up on that, man, because... I, I used to have fun. I used to have fun with the yelp people. It's just there's a lot of little clicky shit and drama and stuff. And yeah, yeah. you know, you come from the ghetto and you got some fucking well off motherfucker trying to put you down. You, you, it's hard, man. It's hard to, to to accept like some fucking person who their parents gave them everything. You know, mm-hmm. you know, motherfucker like that gonna come and and try to you know speak ill of me or what I may have or don't have. And my problem was. I reacted. Hmm. But and let me I, tell I, you
1: this. Would they do that to your face, though?
0: Yeah, no, no. They didn't do A, that A, shit. A, 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 in A, my exactly. face, they were like, hey, Angel. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The same yeah.
1: people who act so hard on social media, once you see them in fucking real life, they don't say shit.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: Yeah, It's man, true. It's, it's <laughs> fucking crazy.
0: What was it? I, you know um, uh, Mark Montleur? Yeah, Fury. Yeah, yeah i always have a hard time seeing his last name on Fleury. i'm not sure i would probably pronounce it but me and him were going at each other one time on social right and then we saw each other at inspire word and i i never took it personal and i guess he didn't take it personal and we went over and gave each other pound and we started talking and while we were talking we were like i thought i was gonna have to fight you i was like yeah me too man i thought we were gonna <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, we started laughing about it. He was like, yeah, I thought I was going to have to fight you, man. I was like, I mean, I'm cool. He's like, I'm cool, too. And we were just, we were laughing about it. But, you know, it was just, it was just dumb shit, man. You know, it just, yeah. just sometimes, we, I, I mean, I, I've never seen you do it, you know. I've never seen, you've been pretty good on that shit. But I, I've sometimes gotten carried away on
1: social and stuff, you know. Yeah, I just laugh I just laugh at people who try to argue with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a now, fucking now joke. It's a fucking joke. Like, why am I are you on a fucking app? Like, that's fucking stupid. Like, you know, because we come from the era. Like, you know, even though you're you're older than me, like, I still come from the era. Like, where I didn't grow up with social media. Like, a lot of kids today. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure your your son like grew up that's with all they known, yeah. MySpace and Facebook and all that shit. But, like, us, like, we barely had shit. You know, the beginning for of it was fucking AOL chat rooms and shit like that. Yeah. You know, but even then, I was in on it because I was too broke to fucking have a computer. So, it's just crazy just seeing the evolution of, like, technology and, like, social media and just, you know, software in general. And it's just crazy how it's just... That's part of us now, even though it's not supposed to be part of us. Yeah. But Yeah, but, but we can People avoid... Kill. all. Yeah, but people we can kill, avoid... kill
0: themselves, man. Like some yeah, bro, young people yeah. have died, man. It's, this, the shit is, it blows my mind when I see it, man. Like I, I see these things and I'm like, damn. But you know,
1: especially in schools and shit, like kids yeah, like bullied, man. cyber bullied, and all it's, that.
0: Shit. It's it'd be fucked up. I've seen some really fucking heartbreaking shit that uh, you know, like like I, you know, some some of that shit moves me to tears, man. When I when I see the stories, it's like, damn. You know like that's fucked up man why people yeah. do that shit but you you get influenced by it man you know like oh imagine like we're older right i'm 43 so you know i've gotten better you know um mm. um but if i were a kid maybe i i wouldn't like i recognize now that it's all ego and pride
1: it you know is, yeah. it's
0: all ego and pride and i recognize that so you know whenever I, i'm feeling myself getting kind of like heated or you know um, I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck are you doing? And I just start sending pictures of myself, and you know, like, like, like maybe like in a pose or some dumb shit. <laughs> and I start fucking with them. You know, I start like you. You do gifts. I do pictures of myself in sexually provocative positions and shit. Nah, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I just fuck with them. I don't even. I seldom get into, you know, get into anything, anymore. I I try not to. I write my comment and then. Or my statement or whatever, and people go to war on my wall, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, I don't even pay mind to it. I've had people ask me like, "Yo, you seen what's being written?" I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't fuck. I stop following my own posts sometimes, <laughs> You know, because it, it, it gets like a hundred comments deep. I'm like, I don't, I fuck it, man. I don't care, man. You know.
1: Hey, you know what's funny? And then you got other people who fucking live like double lives. Like they act like their life is this way when it's really not like in their real fucking life. It, it's it's pretty fucking crazy, like how social mm. media is like a legit matrix. And it, it's just mm. it's just a bunch of smoke and mirrors and illusions. That's how I see it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, that's that's one of the things a lot of people do. Like they, they promote themselves a certain way or they promote a certain lifestyle and stuff. I keep it real, man. Like I do a lot of fitness stuff, but you'll see me post a picture of my fat ass without a shirt and saying, look, I'm fucking fat. <laughs> You know, but maybe. But you're
1: fucking, you're doing it though. Like I've seen you on your yeah. Zumba shit. You're fucking doing it. Least, <laughs> there's a lot of motherfuckers just sitting down on their fucking couch, not doing shit, but hating and commenting like, "Oh man, why are you working out? I don't see no fucking results." But at least you're fucking doing it. Like, what the fuck are you doing, asshole? Like you're just sitting yeah. on your fucking couch. Yeah, like on, house, on, on Facebook.
0: <laughs> yeah, right on, on on your mother's house.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> you know, how are you gonna get anywhere if you don't you don't do the work? So. You know, and I show that shit just to show people the 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 path, the journey. Yeah. You know, so that eventually I will get my six pack at whatever fucking middle age that I happen to be, and then I'll be able to say, "Look, it wasn't." Because what happens is, if I I would post pictures of myself when I'm ripped and shit, people yeah, think yeah. that I'm born that way. That that's that's what it is. I'm like, no, look, motherfucker, look at his fucking gut. Like six months ago, like, no, I was fucking fat. Like I bust my ass, you know, just to show people that they can do it too. Because exactly. if they if they think that you're just, oh, that's just your genetics, you know, they'll never, you know, it doesn't help people. So I show the real thing, the 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 pits pits and falls, you know, the failures you know the i i talk about the mindset of it i i do all that shit man like i try to i try to be as transparent as i can you know to, you gotta to be to bro. The, you know as as real and transparent to about everything man
1: no like, that goes for yeah that goes for anything that that's the same thing with like what i'm doing like long as i stay consistent like i know i'm going to see results in the end and i like i've seen it before happen in my life so i'm like all right for perfect example. Like I, I remember when I got fucking kicked out my ex's place and it's just like, but at the same day I got fucking a nationwide commercial air on TV and I got mad checks and I eventually fucking like moved and got like my, my own place. And it's just, I see. I, and after that day, I was like, yo, if that can happen, anything else is fucking possible and that's when I started like really getting to fucking heavy with the acting shit and now my podcast I'm seeing that shit grow like long as you just stay consistent and manifest what you truly want in fucking life it's gonna happen like you said you want to fucking have a six-pack eventually long as you stay consistent and believe that you will have that six-pack it's gonna fucking happen and a lot of people you know always try to shoot that shit down do you know why is because they don't do it for themselves. So they want to take it out on somebody else just because their life is shitty and fucking sucks. They want to take it out on somebody else who they see is staying consistent and actually doing something with their fucking lives when it comes to just about anything.
0: True that. It has happened. I've had people tell me, why are you chasing that? Why are you chasing that, Angel? That's not you. You're in your 40s, man. Fucking let it go. Accept it. You're fat. You're old. You're going to die. People tell me that shit. And I'm like... Look, I do not accept this shit. Exactly. I do not accept it. No, I do not fucking accept it. And maybe, maybe I'll never reach it. Maybe. But you know what? I'm not going to stop trying. You know? Exactly. I'm I'm not going to submit and just say, okay, I'm done. No, it's not going to fucking happen. You know? And, you know, I've had people, you know, people who I consider friends, you know? People who I consider friends, like not, not, Strangers or you know people who you you value, yeah. but <laughs> you know but
1: sometimes friends are your biggest haters.
0: truth, man. I saw that a couple I saw somebody posted something maybe yesterday as a matter of fact, they showed a picture of Tupac mm. and there was a woman there, um and two other dudes I don't remember none of their fucking names, but the woman was the one who accused him of raping, raping her mm-hmm. um One of the guys was the guy who robbed him. And yep. shot him in in a in a, a recording yep. studio or something. Yeah, right, quads, I think when yeah. he took the five, exactly. That's the spot. One of those guys was there, and the other guy was the one who set him up to get killed. So those three people were hanging out with him in a bedroom, sitting down in a bed, drinking and chilling. And it said sometimes your your friends are the ones who are most dangerous to you. Yeah, so.
1: man. That's why. That's why I don't really like. I keep my circle very small. That's why I don't really hang out with a lot of people like that because it's just so much jealousy and envy for, for fucking no reason. Like, yeah. it's, and, and it kills me. And I always like read like different like successful like people's stories. They said the best way to become the easiest way to become successful is teamwork. And it's just everybody's just so full of themselves and just full of ego. And that's another reason why I started the podcast too because I want to like help people. I want them to share their story because at the end of the day, You're starting out. You're an inspiring wherever the fuck you're trying to be. You're aspiring, but nobody knows who the fuck you are. So that's why I made my podcast to break down who they are, what's their story, and what they're going to do for their legacy for people to fucking believe in them. Like, why should I care about this person? So here's my podcast. Here's who they are. Listen to my podcast. They're sharing their story. And now, since you know who they are, it's up to you if you want to invest in them or not.
0: Right. Because, yeah, I mean, otherwise you wouldn't know about them, right? Exactly. You're creating a, you're exposing them to an entirely different world. Like yeah. what we're doing right now, we're talking, I mean, our circle is pretty much similar, you know, yeah, yeah. but, but there is a significant portion of people that you won't know from my side, exactly. you know, you know, that are going to see and hear, you know, and vice versa, you exactly. know, they, they, like, you it's a collaboration thing, you know, instead of like, like, hey, I said, I said, fuck, man, Keon's fucking doing this podcast shit every fucking week. I don't see it as a negative thing. I see it like good for fucking Keon. I like to see that shit. I listen to him. Now, granted, I am partial to the people that I know that you talk to, right? I will yeah. always listen to those first,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, that's just how it goes. You're going to, oh, I, I know Mato's. Let me listen to these cats. You know, like, like the people, you know, you're always listening to first. As you're listening then you start to come across the new people you know and you start to hear other people but i didn't see it as a a negative thing i'm like do your thing but you know what i need to stop being a lazy motherfucker and do my shit i need to get on so i don't see it as 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 i'm competing or i'm trying to beat keon or i'm like you know keon's doing some shit that i i had been doing i'm not doing what the fuck let me fucking get on my shit and yeah, I tell you, man, even your format fucking inspired me because I said, look at all these fucking people I know. Look at all these people on my social media, on my Twitter, on my Instagram, on my YouTube, fucking politicians who, who one of them almost was a mayor, you know, like fucking people yeah. and I, that I have access to. What the fuck are you doing, Angel? And I just started reaching out to them. Reaching out. I reached that's out all to you. You, gotta you do. know. do. All you need,
1: all you need yeah. is an hour or, or an hour and a half of their time just to shoot the shit and that's it. And then you yeah. got something. You got an episode.
0: <laughs> that's right, man. And and yeah, I, I I always give credit where credit is due. You know. And this iteration of my podcast was definitely inspired by you. There's no. You I know. There's really no. appreciate
1: that, man. I mean, no, a lot, for real.
0: Man. For real, man. I I fucking deleted all the episodes. I started that shit from scratch. I renamed it and the ones that I already had recorded, I edited, you know, I clean them up. So sometimes we say shit here that when I'm going through listening, I'm like, Oh, I can't post that. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, and right. I, 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 chop them up and I clean no, them up. You know, cause we freestyling it, but, yeah. but sometimes you, you know, you hear badly. Like, oh, maybe I shouldn't talk about it. maybe, you know, <laughs> I, you know, you know, you sometimes I, I, I clean it up a little bit just cause you know what I'm saying? You don't want to, you know, um, yeah, no. Cause no, no trouble.
1: Oh, but no, trust me, trust me, bro. Because I have like a lot of guests that said some crazy shit. And normally, my my whole point of my podcast was like, no, I'm gonna keep this raw and uncut. But as soon yeah. as I start hearing people say like crazy <laughs> shit, I'm like, oh no, I gotta edit this part out. Yeah, so, I'm
0: on that, man. Some some stuff you just can't post, man. My interview with Lav, I gotta, I got two hours talking with that dude. I got a lot of shit to clean up there, man. Me and who more? Oh, no,
1: he, he's a crazy motherfucker, just like
0: this song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. That conversation, I was like, as I was going through, I was like, oh, my God, man. I am going to have my work cut out for me on this one, man. You know? Just, there's just, there is a lot of editing. That's going to take me. And we went for a long time. So it was like two hours and uh, a lot of stuff to cut, man. Like a lot of shit. Yeah, he's, he's an
1: interesting dude, though.
0: Like, I definitely got to get him on my podcast. Yeah, man. The dude's, dude's, dude's mad interesting, man. He's just, you know, like, like well, you heard that song, Bad Motherfucker." Yeah, 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 he, yeah, yeah Bad motherfucker. Fuck, yeah. Listen to them lyrics, and I was like, holy shit, man. He just came out of nowhere with that shit. We're all sitting there just chilling, and this dude gets <laughs> up. Nobody knows who he is, just chilling, and he just starts, I want to, I don't even want to repeat the fucking lyrics, man. That shit is, this is a fucking hard song, man. That shit is hard, but it is dope. It's a fucking dope ass song, you know? This shit's crazy, man. But like I was saying, man, I've been reaching out to people. I found that little app to schedule shit. And, uh, you know, it's been working, you know? But like, like one of the things I'm thinking about is maybe I should shift. I started initially weekly, Mm. but it's so hard for me to sit on it. You know, like I record it, and I want to share it. You know, yeah. so I just been just as soon as I record them, I, I edit and and I share them out. Right now, I got like four four episodes that are that need to be edited. You know, um, and maybe four or five other ones from the past that need to be edited. Maybe that's, doing, that's awesome. doing Maybe doing it weekly would be better. You know, because I wanted to originally do it Mondays, just drop yeah. them on a Monday. Um, but then I just you know, I had like one episode, and I was like, "Nah, I got too much shit." And I just started pumping them out, pumping them out. But I don't know. I I got it. I got it. Most people seem to do it. You know, like weekly or twice a week. Um, yeah. you know, if 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 I were good on the weekly shit, I could have in the next nine weeks.
1: Yeah, it, it's funny. It's funny you said because when I first started doing my podcast, I literally recorded with. Let me see. I recorded with twelve guests and like in the spam of like two weeks to make sure I have enough episodes for three months. Yeah. But like now my, my formula is like, let me just, cause like, I want to talk about like current events as well. Right. Right. So I was like, let me record with like three guests in one week. This way I have almost a month's worth of guests for like the next following month.
0: Yeah. So yeah. yeah, You you do the
1: editing yourself for your stuff. You, you sit and edit. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I do everything myself, bro
0: self-made right yeah, no one yeah, can man. say otherwise man. you yeah, know I mean? no i don't i don't have to
1: pay anybody it feels great <laughs> it's yeah, not like yeah. music how i have to used to go to my, my recording engineer and just like hey mix this i'll fix that uh put a little reverb put a little um delay here like all that shit like no i just do everything myself and it, which, that's the best part about podcasting like you can just do everything yourself on one fucking app or whatever you use and just fucking just record send the link to a person who you're going to interview and that's it yeah, it's, yeah, it's it
0: is it's time consuming, man. The editing portion is, is very time consuming for me. Like yeah.
1: I, Yeah. And also whoever's listening to this, if you want to be a future podcaster, make sure you have a sponsor. Mm. That's very important
0: to, to so, like, to like pay for.
1: Yeah. For monetizing, like For monetizing, for example, so you know how like with music streaming, you get less than a penny for like every stream. With yeah. podcasting, a lot of people don't know it's more. You get a penny for every stream for whoever plays it. So that's oh, good for all future pod- aspiring podcasters yeah. to know. Like, hey, make sure you have a sponsor.
0: That's what's up, man. Yeah. I, I set it up. I set it up on Anchor too, um, but I haven't, I haven't set up many sponsors because I didn't think I was getting enough, you know, enough uh, traffic to be worth the. You know the hassle, you know. Nah, but. bro,
1: set it, set it up, bro. I'm telling, tra- I'm telling you, you'll, you will see results. As long as you stay consistent, trust me, you're gonna see it adding up. Trust me, just trust me. I started this shit and I already see results. So just keep doing mm. it, stay consistent. Do just have anchor sponsor your shit and that's it. And just make sure you know follow the script or whatever anchor says you know for you to promote them, and they'll yeah. pay you a penny for every stream. So fuck it, man. And then you never know who else is gonna hit you up, for like for you to sponsor their shit. And that goes for anybody who wants to start a podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember they said, you know, do you want to start with your first sponsor? And I was like, ain't nobody listening to my shit. And I, I just ignored it, but I'm going to check it out. I'm gonna, nah, I'm yeah, gonna, bro, that,
1: that's like, gonna... you, can pay, you can pay a bill. Like, if you get fucking, like, over 2,500, like, listens, that's almost like $25 right there. And you can pay, like, a fucking bill with that shit. Like, fuck yeah, it. True. Every penny counts, man. Like, I, I'm yeah, a firm yeah. believer in that. It does. It does add up. That's for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. like my, my music streams. That's like bill money. Like whatever I make from my music streams, I pay a bill off with that shit every month.
0: <laughs> that's what's up. Well, because you you always talk about that too. Multiple streams of income. Hell yeah, that's something man. you talk important. about.
1: Hell yeah, man. Oh, like like. Um, you
0: said actually. Know. You said it, those were your words, right? This pandemic should have taught you have multiple streams of income i remember reading that
1: yeah it's very important it's definitely helped me a lot so it's just like i always tell people it doesn't you don't need to be a fucking millionaire or make six figures a year just have like little shit on the side and just build your income up from wherever the fuck it is even if you're just making like 20 dollars from it it's still 20 dollars, and you can pay a fucking bill off like it's very important to have multiple streams of income and you need seven to become a millionaire so just get to work, people, just find different ways and just like find different hustles, man. It's not hard, it's just, people are just like so like afraid and I feel like people just need to start taking more chances. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, how old you are, just fucking go fucking do it.
0: Yeah, that's what's up, man. You, um, how'd you end up getting into the acting thing? Cause that shit, your thing was, well, when I met you I always knew you as a hip hop guy, right? Just a yeah, hip hop yeah. guy. Then all of a sudden you just fucking jumped into acting and doing extra work and getting all these, you know, these, uh, these things to sack after that shit kind of came out of like, how did you, did you just wake up one day and say, I want to try this shit or was there a sequence of events?
1: No. Yeah. So back to the truth commercial, that's what, that's like, was my first acting gig. So it's funny. I found that shit on like Craigslist. And I didn't take it serious. I was just, like, looking for random, Because at that time, I was just performing on the subway with my boy Isaiah. Shout out to Isaiah. And we were just making money. That was our literally only source of income at the time. And I was like, yo. I remember like, that. Yeah, I remember. yeah so, I, so I was like, yo, I need to find other ways to fucking make money. So I found this truth commercial shit. They were, they were only going to pay me, like, $280. So I was like, all right, fuck it, whatever. It's a one-day shoot. I did it. A couple months later, I was going through the shit with my ex. About to get kicked out. And then they hit me up and they was like, hey, oh, uh, we're gonna get picked up nationwide. So we're gonna just sign you in a SAG after contract and just pay you residuals for a year. So I didn't take it serious. I was like, all right, whatever, let me just sign this shit, whatever. And then that's when I started getting like residual income from the commercial every time it fucking airs. So like, oh shit. So after that, I started doing more research on fucking acting. And that's when I found, like, different acting gigs, like principal acting, stand-in acting, and background acting. So I try to dabble into all three, and I was like, you know, let me, like, do more. And then eventually I started talking to more actors about it, and then they broke it down, like, yo, you need to join SAG-AFTRA. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, shit. So when I joined SAG-AFTRA, that's when I started really figuring out how this acting shit works. And I was like, oh, shit. And that's when I started really seeing, like, good fucking money like yo I can just make a living off this shit and it's just you know mainly I did it of course for the hustle but then my passion for it started to grow more like you know because music was always my number one passion but like as soon as I started getting into the acting shit more I was like nah this is gonna get me places where I truly want to be and I always Mm -hmm. tell people like find something that you love doing because you're gonna be miserable doing somebody making somebody else money so like acting 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 has just been really beneficial for my life i found more mad opportunities i meet mad different fucking people i met a bunch of famous fucking actors and it's just like and it helped me like network and it's just you know now i'm doing this podcast now i'm fucking interviewing actors i know who are established and shit and i have like dope ass episodes coming with like actors i know who were on reality shows or they did tv or film for netflix or whatever and it's just pretty cool it's just a great place to network it's a great place to make you know basic good income and just fuck it man like i just went for it and i was like now this is part of my life and now it's who i am i'm like i'm a fucking actor now but you know i never <laughs> thought i would be a fucking actor I, I was just used to fucking humping microphone stands on fucking open mics and shit, but like, <laughs> nah, man. It, it, it opened the door and it made me realize like, man, there's so many ways you can fucking make money and you don't need to work like a regular, like nine to five job.
0: Right, right. That's yeah. what's up, man. I, I, I took this, um, I did it as a goof. I went to this uh workshop, this actor's workshop, and the woman that ran it, she said, you know, most actors, Are not gonna be huge millionaire actors there's gonna be working actors so people who are making a living the same kind of living you make in your office job doing small parts but consistently and the you know so you're doing something you love, something you enjoy. You're in the field you love and you're making a living. You know, not everyone is going to become that big fucking famous guy, but you could. You could, man. Yeah, I've seen you it could. happen. You I've know, seen... everybody starts somewhere. Bro, Nobody just tell... came in and started at the fucking, you know.
1: Bro, let so... me tell you this. It's like on certain sets, like I seen like a regular background actor, like all the way in the back and I seen the director go up to him like, hey, Say this line, and soon as he said that line, he made not only he made nine hundred dollars that day. Now he's gonna make residual income for that film every time it airs for like the next year, and if it gets picked up again, like you know, depends on how successful that film is. He'll keep getting residual income for that film for just saying one little fucking line, and a lot of people don't know about that. Yeah, yeah,
0: there's a lot of yeah. stuff people people will think, oh, that guy is just doing extra shit, nah. He but they don't realize people make a living. Yeah, man. They make a living.
1: Yo, bro, and a lot of actors became successful just doing background shit. Brad Pitt, Bruce Willis, like, they started doing just background, and eventually they got lucky. Someone, like, saw them, like, hey, let me represent you. Let me be your agent. Let me get you, like, bigger roles. That's all it fucking takes. You never know who you might cross paths with on set. You never know if the Mm -hmm. director likes your look, likes how you talk. You just never fucking know. So... That's the beautiful thing about this industry. Overnight, you can just become an overnight success. Just keep doing it.
0: Yeah, that shit can happen, you know, and that's the thing, you know. It's not like, you know, I'm, I'm in IT, right? I do IT work and, and I yeah. do, you know, like Zumba classes and shit. I'm not going to fucking become uh, a superstar IT guy um, <laughs> in, in the, you know, the big world because this shit doesn't exist. But the chance of somebody doing, uh, like you said, you're in this, uh, like even that role where you were standing, right? You're standing, there's a drive by thing, you hand the guy the dough, you know, somebody could see that and say, yo, that's that's Johnny Lawrence. In this <laughs> yeah, fucking, exactly. That's Johnny Lawrence. Get that guy. Yo, that's all it takes. It,
1: it you know, and all that. of a
0: sudden, your whole fucking life could change, you know? So these are, you know, um, high-risk, high-reward industries, you know? Yeah, most um,
1: definitely.
0: Yeah, that's, I think that's a, the way to look at it. Like, I'm in a safe, um, low-risk, you know, really no major reward, just a steady life, you know? I kind of just, you know, I don't want to say I gave up, but I always was doing that. Even when I was doing music and when I was doing, you know, whatever else I was doing, I, I always had a job. You know, like like a a job, a career to be safe, right? Yeah, then there's yeah, dudes yeah. like like you who just went all in, high risk, high reward. You know, maybe there's no no um no calls for a month, but then you get that one call, all of a sudden your fucking world changes. You know, so it's all you know. Well, you said that also earlier. You know, and during this talk, you said the risk. Some people don't want to take risks. You know, um, it's that, you know, it's that fear, that fear factor. And, you know, but if, I mean, you got to be in it to win it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure. Exactly. Which which is understandable for people who do fear, it, because a lot of people do have families. They have kids to take care of, which is totally understandable. But, you know, for me, in my, in my case, it's just, I always been like that since high school. Like, especially when I dropped out of high school, I was like, all right, I dropped out. What the fuck am I going to do next? Like, I'm not just going to be a fucking failure. That was just always in my head. I'm not going to be a fucking failure. I'm going to, like, bust my ass and do whatever it takes for me to get to wherever I want to be. And just my my ultimate goal, yeah, I want to be a billionaire. But my ultimate goal is just to be financially free, not worry about a fucking thing, and lay on the fucking grass and delete all my social media. <laughs> that's that's my <laughs> ultimate goal in life. And and just be with a beautiful woman. And that's it.
0: In Japan, <laughs> right? <That's- laughs>
1: <laughs> or maybe Vegas. I don't know. I, I, I started looking because I went to Vegas for my birthday and it was just Vegas is just so fucking dope. And I was just looking at houses out there. I was like, wow, it's very fucking affordable. I can have a pool. The weather is always nice. So I was like, hey, mm-hmm. maybe maybe Vegas. I don't know. But like, we'll see as long as I'm laying on some type of fucking grass. or, sand <laughs> or outside, Well, you pick the fucking
0: I- desert, man. You're going to have to import that shit
1: yeah, there, the, grass. the desert the desert's dope fuck it i'll lay on the, the desert sand like it's just i don't know i'm just i'm very minimalistic like i don't care about buying like fancy shit and all that the only thing i want like once i reach a certain like tax bracket i just want a personal driver to just drive me around but other than that i don't and a private jet too like because i love travel, <laughs> not you
0: know? much not much yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, like no, man yeah, I don't, I don't need fancy clothes or all that bullshit. Like people need to just show off. Like I'm cool with just.
0: Yeah, I'd just be happy have, with a chef.
1: That too. Actually, no, I don't need a chef. I like to cook. <laughs> I'd be
0: happy. I'd be happy with a talented chef that can make healthy meals for me throughout the day. So like every every one of my meals could be something different, something amazing, and something fucking delicious. Yeah, I'm happy if I could. If I can reach a level where I can afford to do that, you know, I'll, I'll be happy. That and uh and like a gym, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. You That's know?
1: another thing I want is a personal trainer and just get my teeth fixed too. That's it.
0: <laughs> I, I'm I'm working on that shit right now. Man, hey, look at this shit. The uh, I got the, the Invisalign.
1: Oh, the Invisalign. Yeah, I, I got to get into that shit. That should
0: set me back six they- Gs, man. I've been paying for that shit for a while. <laughs> did
1: you do? Did you do it from Smile Direct Club or somebody else, or just? In the
0: nah, side? I was. I didn't trust that shit, man. I went to a. I went to a proper dentist, you know, and and did it through them. That Smile Direct Club, I was looking at it, but, you know, I read enough um, horror stories about it that it just made me anxious. You know, um, I just feel better, more comfortable with like uh, my actual dentist looking at it, monitoring it, you know, um. And they're getting there, man. They're almost, you know, almost straight. I've never okay. had straight teeth in my life. And I've never, I never know what it felt to be able to close your mouth. Oh, because wow. the teeth were always like this, you know, like yeah. blocked, you know, like they never got, you know. So even now I still can't close it. Like I can't close it yet. But I look forward to, you know, hopefully I don't die from this COVID shit or, or some other <laughs> shit. And I can actually finish this treatment and see what it feels like to close my mouth to like just be able to close oh, my mouth and feel the teeth fall into each other. I never felt that in my life.
1: <laughs> That's crazy, And yeah. Oh, speaking of the COVID shit though, what do you think is this shit is gonna go away? I say in the next year.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I kind of feel like it's gotta run its course. And yeah. I, I think the year sounds right. They're talking about a vaccine as early as next year. I don't trust the vaccine. Neither
1: you know? do I. <laughs> you
0: know? I, I feel like they're saying no shortcuts have been taken and I'm like, you know, I've watched the vaccine process um in documentaries over the years and this is not some shit you do overnight. So I don't know, man. You know, um um uh, I I didn't have it. I, I checked for the antibodies. I never got the antibodies. Same. Um yeah, my mom, my mom and my sister got it. They didn't even know they had that shit. They were yeah. sick, but they and they went to the hospital, but they sent them home. I, actually, I think it's a blessing they sent them home because if they would have kept them, maybe it get worse. They intubate them, and and most people don't come back from that once you get uh the the ventilator. So yeah, the fact that they sent them home, oh, it's just the flu. That's what they told my mom. She had the flu, and it was fucking COVID, man. And oh, thank God, shit. you know. Thank God she's okay, and my sister too. Is my sister has asthma, so yeah. She,
1: th- no, I was gonna ask: Did she find out? Because when they told her she had the flu, did she find out from the antibody test or like? Yeah, she, just like oh, a, a week shit. ago. Oh man, that's fucking crazy.
0: Word So man. so yeah. people
1: like so yeah. And then, when did she get like the flu? Like when when did the doctors tell her?
0: March, April.
1: Oh, so it was like the beginning before they yeah. had uh, like the COVID test. Oh shit, so a lot of people got the flu, probably had COVID shit in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, man. Oh, man. I'm glad I'm glad they went home though and I'm glad. I mean, my mom has uh, you know, she's 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 had cancer in the past, she's high blood pressure, she's diabetes. Yeah. Like my mom has every fucking comorbidity out there to make her uh you know, high risk, and thank God she, she. My mom's a warrior, bro. My mom, you nah, know, she lost, she lost a lot of friends, man, due to this shit. So this shit is real, man. I, yeah, I, man. I feel like it's just got to run its course. You know what I mean? Like it's got to get through whoever it's gonna get through. My son, everybody in in his mom's house had it. He didn't get it, so I don't oh, know how this sure. shit
1: works. COVID
0: is fucking weird, man. It's
1: it is it, definitely weird. Oh man, how you feel about the anti-maskers?
0: You know, I I wear the mask and I, I wear it because it I feel like it's a social obligation, but I don't feel protected by wearing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I haven't got COVID, it's because I have either I'm physically just not a good candidate for it to enter my body or I haven't come across somebody who has it. Because when okay. I wear the mask... I'm fucking touching my face. I'm going like this scratching underneath the mask sometimes, you know, my fucking hair gets in there and I'm reaching to pull the hair out. So I don't I don't feel like it's making me safe. Maybe um somebody else wearing it protected me from getting it. Mm-hmm. You know, by them wearing it. I don't know, you know. Um I'm going to the gym. I go to the gym with my son. I'm teaching my Zumba classes again. Um I've taught I've taught them indoors and You know, I'm fucking surprised I haven't got that shit. You know, like I, you know, so I kind of feel like whoever's going to get it is just going to get it. It's going to run its course. And some of us are going to live and some of us are not going to live. Some of us are not even going to be phased by it. I, I, I can't, I don't know anything else. You know, like, I don't know what, you know, I don't know about the reinfection. Some say that you could get reinfected. So you had it, but you can get it again.
1: Shit, man
0: which is fucking nuts. So so what, so we're gonna just go through this dance until everybody's fucking dead? Like...
1: <laughs> it, it's 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 fucking crazy, man. <laughs> it's so fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, man. this is wild, man. I mean, I, I'd love for them to put out a, a proper vaccine, you know, Um, and, but I, I wanna make sure this shit is safe, you know? And the, the vaccine is like the flu vaccine. You get the flu vaccine and you'll still get the flu.
1: Yeah, I don't. I, don't, never had, I, don't you know. I never took the flu vaccine in my life. I don't trust that shit.
0: Yeah, man, I've I've had it, you know, like alternate years and stuff. But yeah, I I don't I don't walk around thinking that I'm immune or I'm safe. You know, I you know like I and the same thing with the mask. The anti-maskers, I kind of think it comes down to politics. Yeah, if you look at their politics, it's always more often than not it's right wingers, and yeah. the mask people are left wingers. So it's all, it's, man, it's all such bullshit, bro. You know, like, I mean, I'd be remiss if I don't mention um, the Breonna Taylor verdict. Look at this mm-hmm. shit. They didn't, that. Even, they didn't even charged the guy
1: I'm for anything related answer.
0: to her. To Fucking crazy. But it all, again, it's the same shit. People are going to divide it down the political lines, everything. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she passed away, right? Again, down party lines. Every fucking thing is always down party lines. Where you can't just just say, "Hey, listen, this shit ain't about politics; it's about safety." Exactly. Just wear the fucking mask. It's not—they're not trying to control your. And and the other thing is, you know, I'm not trusting enough of the Democrats to think to myself they have 100 percent truthfulness and our best interests.
1: Nah, they full of shit too. Sometimes you know, yeah. I don't. I don't. You know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so it's like, you don't know what the fuck the truth is. We yeah. don't know, we don't know what the fucking truth is. And it always drives me crazy that maybe 20 years from now, they'll be like, huh? <laughs> you yeah. guys remember that nine eleven thing? <laughs> it was us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. like, like, I'm always thinking about, about shit because the Vietnam War we got pulled into that shit some years later. Tomkin incident it kind of was you know you know it was made up or whatever you know shit that's fucked up and and a lot of lives get
1: lost yeah, and mm-hmm. unfortunately we're living in like a cold civil war right now in america that's how I yeah. see it
0: yeah we are we are so close to it it's 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 little incidents that are happening, and any of these incident any of them could be the one that history will look back and say. Brianna Taylor was the nail in the coffin where the country imploded and, 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 and hit the fan, you know, um, yeah. any, any incident because these, these are fucked up things that are happening, man. And I'm not anti-police, man. I have never been anti-cop, you know, I have family who are cops. I have friends who are cops, you know, I've had bad experiences with cops in my life. I've, you know, um, I've had some, you know, some encounters, but I look like a white guy. Right, so you know, you know, be real. A a lot of times, I don't walk the street fearing them. You know, Mm. I I don't I don't walk the street thinking they're gonna fuck with me. They generally don't fuck with me. Growing up, I grew up in the ghetto, right? I was in the in the hood. I was among the hood. You know, so there you're gonna get targeted because you're in there, you're in that mix, right? But then once I got an adult and I moved out on my own and I walk around like, whoo, guys. I'm angel. No, they don't bother me, you know. But I, I still call them out on the wrong. So if something is wrong, I call them out on it, you know. And if something is not wrong, if let's say I go out or or you go out and we go rob a fucking store and we got a gun and we're robbing someone, we get shot. You fucking brought that on yourself. Hmm. You brought that on yourself. You were fucking in 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 the process of committing a burglary with a gun. Hey, listen, if you shoot at that cop, they shoot you, they kill you. You know what? I'm okay with that. you know I get that, you know I'm not by gonna innocent, say that
1: yeah by innocent people, though, man, is just completely wrong no, and, uh, like I, George and, you know yeah George floyd
0: that that was fucking ridiculous, you know, the guy was already subdued, like like the, you know, you got to speak on that. you got be able to you got be able to call out your own people, yourself, and your own people when you do dumb shit, you know. And you got to be able to call them out when they do dumb shit. But people don't do that. Yeah. The, it's straight down the fucking, straight down the middle. Every fucking time, man. It drives me crazy. It drives yeah. me crazy.
1: And, and what's even sadder, we're, we're doing all this, like the cops are just doing all this bullshit during, like, well, the bad cops are doing all this bullshit during a pandemic. Like, this is the time we need to really all come together. But we're just being more divided more than ever. And it's just sad, and it just it shouldn't be this way.
0: Yeah, this shit is is wild, man. Like, we we are living in some some crazy times, man. Yeah, <laughs> There's no bro. doubt about that. We're we're we're, you know, we're gonna historic someday. They're gonna talk about this time, and they're gonna be like, "Look at those savages!" You know, yeah. they they killed each other, and they you know they couldn't get along, and they. You know, it's like the Roman Empire, man. I look back at the Roman Empire, and we're we're doing the same shit, and we're they not are. even any, we're nowhere near as old as they were. I don't know if we make it as long as the Roman Empire did, you know.
1: But but like they always say, history repeats itself.
0: Yeah, man, it's wild, man. We times are times are crazy, man. This this whole COVID thing has put everyone into a a space that we've never seen
1: in our lifetimes. Yeah. You know, but I'm a firm believer in balance. I feel like all the bad shit that's been going on this year. I feel like next year is gonna be a better year. I'm just a firm believer in this balance.
0: From from your mouth to God's ears, bro. Cause we need a break, <laughs> you know. We do,
1: man. I just want to chill. <laughs> like said, I don't yeah. want to hear no bullshit on the news, man. I'm just tired of everything. Like it's just, it's it's sad. It's crazy, and I just you know i do believe the world's going to be in a better place eventually it's just it's just us to us as human beings to just make sure it goes in the right direction cuz we also have to worry about climate change too that's another shit we have to worry about look at the shit that's going on in california yeah and i i remember when i was in fucking colorado um, and all yo, this- how
0: was that man? You said you love that shit, right? Oh, like, yeah, you-
1: that, that's that place was beautiful. But even there, though, like you can see the sun, it was just blood orange. And I was like, yo, the oh. sun is not supposed to be like that. And you know, normally they just get like small forest fires, but they were saying the smoke from California travels all the way to Colorado, which is wow. crazy. And I'm just, we gotta take climate change serious. Everybody needs yeah. to start watching that Hal Gore documentary. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we we and 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 guess what happens with climate change? Fucking division based on party lines. The same, all the time, all the time. That's always the that's always the issue. People just can't can't be objective.
1: Yeah, same thing with same thing with gun gun control. I'm cool with gun control. Yeah, we we have the right to carry a fucking licensed gun or whatever weapon we choose to have to protect our loved ones. But you know, it's just. They just have to just do it a better way. You know, I'm not saying stop gun control, but let's just fucking check in on the person who carries a licensed gun to make sure they're not a fucking psychopath mm-hmm. who just wants to kill everybody. It's just, we just have to find the right balance to make everybody both sides happy. And it's not a hard thing to do. It's just people are just fucking stubborn and on both sides, Republicans and Democrats.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, one side says get rid of the guns. The other side says over my dead body. Yeah. You know, I, I'm a Democrat and I own guns, you know, I own guns legally, of course, right. You know, you know, I support gun control and I own guns. You know, I, if I were fucking a threat to anyone, if I were a danger, I shouldn't be having guns. You know, if I were an imbalanced person, if I were, you know, if I were, um, you know, I mean, I'm not talking, you know, like we all get angry and we all get a little emotional sometimes. But if I were a danger, I shouldn't have guns, you know? Yeah. You know, I had to go through a heavy screening to be able to get those things, you know? Um, and, it, you know, it took me like a year to be able to get my guns. Now, I can understand how a guy who grew up at three years old, he had a gun in his hands, he's not going to want to hear that. Well, we yeah. could compromise. We could compromise, you know. You can't go; it's just not going to happen in this country. And here's the bottom line, man: Who's got the guns? They shit. do. They do. So what? How are you going to take it from them? Yep. The cops? No. The cops are from. A lot of them are going to be on their side. Yeah. So how do you do this shit? You you can't. You know. And that's that's the problem with the left. They're like, we're going to take the guns with what? With your fucking with your signs? No. Those motherfuckers got the guns. So how are you going to take it from them? You know, how are you going to do it? You know, we got guns too. Not like them, dude. I was in West yeah. Virginia. And when I was in West Virginia, these guys had helicopters. They took me up in helicopters. This is during my my right-wing period. You know, I had a right-wing period. And um, I went to a rally out there to talk. And um, I was speaking at this this event. And they took me up in helicopters. And we were shooting from the helicopters. Damn, that's fire. It it was a fuck. I had a blast, man. You know, I had a blast. But the point of that is that the people on the left are not prepared for that. If it were a civil war situation, it's going to be a damn massacre, bro. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It is going to be a massacre. That's why I always tell people, listen, if you value your, your protection and your right, go get your fucking guns. Cut cut this, cut this anti-gun shit, get guns. Now, not for any nefarious purposes, but to protect your home, your family, because, okay, you wanna defund the police? Okay, now we got no cops. What do you think, what do you think happens next?
1: We need fucking guns, exactly. It's
0: gonna be chaos, chaos and and anarchy. Because, yo, listen, man, let's be honest, right? Do you think that in New York City, this city would stay calm and safe if there was no police, or.
1: But with the defunding the police is not like. No, no, I know taking, that. I know. Yeah, it's, no, take, no, no. it's not taking all I, their money. I'm talking money. about the
0: people who want to get rid of the cops. I'm talking. There are people who want to see police gone. The defund, I get it. Defund is redirecting the money to education. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly, slashing yeah. the budget. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about. There are people that legit want to abolish, and maybe I use the wrong word, abolish the police.
1: That's unrealistic. You know, I, we. I yeah. do, you,
0: do you think that, that me, you, our neighbors, the guys up the block, everybody can live happily and in peace if there's no police or, or somehow consequences, you know, to, to criminal behavior? I don't think we're good enough people. Maybe I'm I'm a pessimist, but I don't think that humanity is good enough to live unpoliced.
1: It's a It's like I don't think it's gonna happen in our generation, but I feel like eventually mm-hmm. we'll get to a generation of peace where we don't need police. You know, I feel like it'll be more community based. Like whoever's in charge of the community can handle like if like some stupid shit goes wrong. But I feel like. Like I said, in our generation, we need what the fuck we need because we're just used to the fucking the society we live in today. But eventually, like generations from now, I feel like we will get to a point where we don't need police or and shit like, you know, bullshit like that. But right now, realistically, yeah. yes, we do need police, you know, cause there are still a lot of fucking crazy, stupid motherfuckers out there, unfortunately. But like once we do reach a certain point where everyone in humanity has common sense. Their, values that, life, values yeah, yeah. life, have morals and all that. I feel like it's a possibility we can reach to that point. But for now, we just gotta be realistic with shit. So, like, yes, we still need, we still need the police, but they don't need all that fucking money. That can go to the mm. after school programs and like, and the community. And so, they do
0: a lot of jobs. They do jobs that they don't need to be doing. You know, um, they're yeah. given. You know, they're given. They're being sent to situations that. They don't necessarily need to be the ones that are involved in that. Where, you know, that it could be better suited by other people. You know, um, yeah. I'm not saying send a social worker to a shootout. You know, that'll be fucking stupid. <laughs> you know, you send a social worker to go address a shootout. You send the cops in that type of a situation. But maybe you know, you you got a mentally ill person that's being reported on the train, or or maybe they're having an argument with somebody. You don't know, You don't need the big guns for that. You know, you could send somebody to talk
1: and maybe, you know. Exactly. And that's another thing we have to like fucking like fix is homelessness. No doubt. Yeah. And not only just homelessness, like I just see like handicapped disabled people in the street. Like there's no need for them to be in the street. They should have like an aid. So like, you know, they should be sheltered number one. Like I shouldn't have to see someone who's handicapped and disabled in a wheelchair, homeless outside in the street, which boggles my mind. I feel like we need to fix that. We need to fix anybody who's in the street homeless, period. And it's just, we, we have enough space in New York City, not only New York City, the entire country to like just build better shelters and not like the shelter system that it was before. Likely because of the pandemic, all of these homeless people that were in shelters are now in these hotels. But like after this pandemic is over, what are we gonna do next? What, what is the next step we're gonna take to help all these homeless people that are out in the street right now? And I feel like we have enough room to build better shelters and not an upscale prison because to me the old shelter system to me and i knew people who were in shelters they they were just in like prison there's just nothing Mm -hmm. but cops they have a fucking curfew they can barely go out and it's just i feel like we just need to build a better structured shelter system and have more like i would i would do
0: one one step further and say just house them
1: forget the whole
0: you know we should be we have enough empty apartments i saw a study in new york city that there are enough vacant apartments where we can help people you know and 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 i get it people don't want to spend money and stuff but at the end of the day you're helping society become a better society maybe one day we could reach that utopia where we don't need the police you know um, oh you know or just
1: ta- or just tax all these fucking rich people. Like once I'm rich, if you want to tax me to help fucking people, I don't give a fuck. Take my money. Like I'm not gonna use all my billions of dollars just for fucking me. If you want to tax me and just take my billions of dollars to fucking help people, fuck it, man. It's just you know what the fuck are you gonna lose? Like just Jeff, Jeff Bezos didn't have to pay no fucking taxes last year.
0: Yeah, that, that whole thing is fucking crazy. Like that shit is weird, man. Like, I don't I don't understand. The argument is always that if 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 they tax them, they'll leave the city or they'll leave the country or, you know, there's always the, these are the arguments that people will make. Hey, if you tax them, they'll just leave. So there's got to be a way, a way to balance it in the, you know, in the, in the way to fix it. And I don't know that way. I don't know what it is. You know, I don't know what, what we I say, do. I,
1: I say abolish IRS and start a whole new shit when it comes to the tax system.
0: Yeah. Man, yeah, there's a lot. There's there was there was some shit that says the whole IRS shit is illegal, and you know there's a whole group of thought that don't pay taxes. But the thing is, you nah, know, if I pay if, taxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's what I'm saying. You don't pay taxes, you gonna you gonna get locked up. Yeah, so nah. you know, you know, I mean, isn't that how they took out um Al Capone? Was it? Yeah. Through fair evasion, uh, you know, tax evasion or some shit. Nah.
1: Man. Yeah, I pa- think I pa- think. Pay your taxes, people. I pay my taxes every year. I don't want no beef with the IRS, but I still think yeah. you should abolish them and start a whole new tax system. That's just my opinion. I'm not saying I don't pay taxes. I pay taxes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. We, we may not like it, but we do
1: bro, it. We do it anyway.
0: <laughs> and that's crazy, man. Yo, man, it's been a pleasure talking to you, bro. Bro, bro, you same, know? man. I
1: enjoyed Look, this it's, a lot, man.
0: It's been, you know, it's been a minute since we, since we, I mean, I haven't seen you since Inspired Word. I mean, I see you all the time on social, but, you know, we haven't.
1: You saw me when I was like a young 20-year-old kid. (laughs) How old are you now? I'll be 29 in December, bro. It's crazy. Oh, shit, man. Time flies, man. man.
0: Yeah, fucking A, man. Shit. I thought you were be 25, so. I wish. (laughs) The years are flying, bro. Shit. Yeah, man. My son's 20, so I thought you were closer to his age, but you're. You're a generation oh. ahead, yeah.
1: Yeah, man. I'm almost entering your club. <laughs> Closing
0: in, man. Yo, tell people, you know, tell them, tell them how they can find you on the social media you still use until you hire someone to do it for you in the future. <laughs> the podcast All right, and, you know.
1: All right. Sweet, I got you, man. So yeah, you can find me at Keon Torres 2020 on Instagram. You can find me at Keon Torres on Twitter, Keon Torres on Facebook, uh, Kush Chat Podcast every Thursday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and yeah, and also my music. You can look me up on Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you buy or stream music. Keon Torres, K-E-O-N-T-O-R-R-E-S. Check it out, people.
0: Super easy to remember, (laughs) y'all.
1: Yes, sir. You are listening to the NYC Talking
0: Podcast, www.nyctalking.com. Please like NYC Talking on Facebook. Please follow Angel R. Talk on Twitter and Instagram. We are NYC Talking, the realest lifestyle blog ever. Thanks for listening.